Hello ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to day 4 of Wizarding World Week. Today I'm going to go into some personal experiences I've had within the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. First off, I want to apologize for taking such a long break or hiatus, this has become more of a multi-week thing, but uh, yeah, I just need to take time to celebrate the holidays, so with that I want to wish, or I hope everybody had a great Christmas or whichever holiday you and your culture celebrates and a happy new year and here's the 2021 so let's get into the video so first let me take you back to 2014 I won't say how old I was exactly but I was young enough anyway this was the first time I had been to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter since it had opened and I was pretty excited that day I had ridden rides such as Spider-Man and Cat in the Hat and thought that was pretty much the only type of ride I thought they had besides roller coasters or those spinner and simulator rides. So when we got to the Forbidden Journey I expected it just to be like Spider-Man or The Simpsons. Little did I know it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. When we approached the castle, I saw the test seats and kind of freaked out because as you know, they have the over-the-shoulder restraints. And so, I kind of thought, like, would this be sort of like a roller coaster? And I had meant to ask a ride attendant what kind of ride this was, or whatever, but I never found out. And so when we got to the loading station, I was relieved when the ride didn't end up looking like a roller coaster. But honestly, my younger self probably would have preferred a roller coaster to what I was about to experience any day. And so we loaded onto our benches and started to go. At first, as we were gliding across the loading station, I was really pumped and I even said observatory like Hermione asked. But then, all of a sudden, the, bench the benches flipped us on our backs and I was thinking, hey, none of the rides here put a move like this or put us on our back so that's kind of weird and then when we got through the astronomy tower scene and then I was like hey I'm kind of into this but then Hagrid asked if we had seen his dragon and that's when my heart sunk in my chest and while the rest of the ride to me was just a blur I just remember a lot of internal screaming and loose change falling out of my pocket. I guess I should have taken those, empty everything out of your pockets, and put it into a locker uh, spiel seriously. As we unload, I swore I'd never ride another Harry Potter ride the rest of the trip. And so that evening, my siblings wanted to go on escape from Gringotts, and I was still shook from the forbidden journey, so I gave a hard pass. But then the next day, all my family wanted to go on the escape from Gringotts, and I really didn't want to, but my dad said I had no choice, and so I was freaking out. I asked questions like, how intense is this? How many drops does this have? So we finally get to the loading station, and we get on the carts. And my brother takes me aside and says, look, if you don't like this ride, I will give you 20 bucks. And so I agreed. We went on and we got off, and long story short, my brother got to keep his $20. Now fast forward five years, and this was the year Hagrid's Motorbike Adventure opened, and I was feeling much more adventurous. Not enough to ride 
the Forbidden Journey, but somehow brave enough to ride Hagrid's motorbike adventure, which was a, like a serious coaster. Well, not a serious coaster, but as you know, or as some would say, it's probably a little more intense than Forbidden Journey, but hey, I was willing to ride it. Two weeks after the ride had opened, my aunt had surprised me with a trip to Universal in July to ride the new coaster. So July comes around, and I'm pumped as hell, and it's the Friday after we got there. We got to Florida on a Thursday, so this was the day after. We got up at 6.30am to get to Universal at 8. We had breakfast at the Leaky Cauldron, which was absolutely amazing. And this was the trip that solidified the Leaky Cauldron as my favorite restaurant at Universal. Anyway, we have breakfast and we get on the Hogwarts Express and head to Hogsmeade. At this point it's like 9 and we get there and see a sign that says, Hagrid's Motorbike Adventure line starts here. But then we see it's pointing out of Hogsmeade, so we follow the chains and we keep following and following and following until we get to the middle of the Lost Continent. And so we're like, yeah, okay, let's do this, woohoo! We had our rations, and we were prepared for the best and the worst. One hour goes by, we're in Hogsmeade. Two hours, we're in the beginning of the queue. And side note, if you have ridden Hagrid's motorbike adventure, you know that the ride vehicle is Sirius Black's motorbike, and so you can sit in the motorcycle or the sidecar. And I had heard that the sidecar was less intense, and so I wanted to sit in the sidecar. And so they have a test seat at the beginning and at the end of the queue. So we're at the beginning of the queue, and I sit in the sidecar and try to pull down the lap bar. But I have really long legs, and it wouldn't come down. And so the line starts to move again, and we can't lose our spot, so I just keep going through the line. And I'm kind of freaking out that... Excuse me, I'll have to ride the motorbike side, and so, hour three, and my aunt and I are midway through the queue. And we had already made two friends in the queue, that's how long we were waiting, and we're getting kind of tired, but we move on. We finally get to the last room, and one of the team members comes over the speakers and reports the last thing anybody wants to hear. The ride has closed down due to weather. And so almost in complete unison, everyone gives out a loud aww. And so I asked my aunt, should we leave? And she gives a firm no. We got this far and we're gonna go all the way. And so I'm like, hell yeah. And so we're waiting and I see in the corner another test seat. So I go over to it and try the sidecar again. And it still doesn't work. But then an attendant come up comes over and says, try taking off my fanny pack. Yeah, I was one of those kinds of tourists. So I'm like, okay, and I take it off and pull, pull down on the, on the lap bar, and it still doesn't work. And so then the attendants like, take everything out of your pockets. So I do, and pull down one more time, praying to God it works, and I get the green light. So at this point, I'm like, alright, let's do this. And coming up on hour 4.5, an attendant finally comes on and gives everybody the good to go to ride again. And all hell breaks loose. Everybody's cheering. Some people are probably crying happy tears. 
everybody was celebrating like the Miami Dolphins won the Super Bowl or something. But anyway, we get to the loading station and, and I'm a little hesitant. My aunt even says, well, are you coming or not? And I'm like, screw it. Yeah, I'm coming. And we go on and as we're riding, it starts to rain. And so we're zooming by as rain is literally piercing our faces. We get off and my legs are shaking. We get the ride photo and it looks like I'm about to hurl in the picture. I wasn't, but it was, it was and still is my favorite ride in the park. I forgot to mention the Thursday we got there, we decided to ride Escape from Gringotts, which was my aunt's favorite ride at the time, and we get to the loading station and the ride operator's like, how tall are you? And I say, six foot seven, and he says, all right then, uh, sit here. And it's w one of the back rows, which I wasn't going to sit in the first place, and I'm thinking, if I sat farther up front, would I have gotten decapitated? Like, seriously, this was a thought that was going through my mind, because I know there's a drop, and there's obviously, a, like, a ceiling part, and, like, the little hole we drop into, and so I was like, w would my head seriously have hit the top of of like the of the ceiling if if i was sit, sat farther up and eventually i came to realize on my next trip that the third row had more leg room and so that that was a relief and it was nice to know that i wouldn't have gotten my head taken off if i'd sat farther up so yeah, those are my most exciting, I guess, experiences at the Wizarding World. I know they're pretty embarrassing, but I love you guys enough to share them with you anyway. I could go on about how uh, at the time I'd gotten my first Ollivander's wand, um, where the lady, um, I didn't, I wasn't picked for the wand show, obviously, because I was like, I'd, I was like 17, 16, 17 at the time, so I was way too old to do it anyway, but there was the corner where the where there's an, a team member who like asks for your birthday or asks for like what word best describes you or whatever, and I had given her my birthday for like November, and the one she gave me in the description, like it didn't seem to fit my personality like at all, and so that was pretty hilarious. And um, unfortunately, on my first trip, uh, I wasn't exactly old enough to really appreciate the Wizarding World. But eventually, as I got older, on my second and third trip, I became enough of a Harry Potter fan to really enjoy it. So that was great, and. A question that I think is really important to ask is if you have younger kids who um, who like Harry Potter or who love Harry Potter and don't want to go on the rides because they may be too intense like what what else can you do like what else is there to do besides rides can you still have fun in the wizarding world well that's what we're gonna discuss tomorrow and so with that, until next time, I'm the Everything Universe Orlando podcast, and I'll see you in the movies.